welcome to this very exciting episode. I'm making this in response to Biden's executive order on AI he made yesterday. He signed yesterday, the 30th of October, 2023. The executive order on the safe, secure, and trustworthy development and use of AI. I'm just going to dive right in and basically I read through the entire executive order and I recapped what the main goals are. goals or principles and like these are like the headings and priorities that they want to take as a government against AI. In the introduction or section one I shall say it says executive departments so I'm guessing this is kind of like another way of saying people who are in positions of power and agencies and organizations like anyone who's in a position of power must take account the views of the other agencies, industry, members of academia, civil society, labor unions, international allies, and other relevant organizations. So it's starting off the bat by saying, if you're in a position of power, you should be taking into a large range of different views. So I agree with that. And I'm going to start going into the specific principles now. The first one is AI must be safe and secure, requires robust, reliable, repeatable, standardized evaluations. So this is kind of calling for a standardized process where we can apply equally to all technology that gets deployed and developed, is safely done so, and we have the ability to create the framework and kind of the goals around that but um in this section it says it wants to do post-deployment monitoring of systems and its goal is to make sure the system is functioning as intended is resilient against misuse has or cannot be altered by dangerous modifications are ethically developed and are operated in a secure manner in law. So this is the way they have phrased it. And it's basically saying we need to make sure it stays aligned (laughs) with the objectives we originally designed the AI with. And those objectives should be one that meets the standards we are going to create really soon. Um, And it also says in this section that it wants to start labeling AI content as being AI to address, you know, the uprisings of deep fakes and like horrible things that are happening there. And uh, this um, influx of misinformation online. And I think I think it would be interesting to look into a system we can implement like in social media and like through the Internet 
a system that knows how to identify when something is AI and just labeling it. I don't think we're there yet. To continue, number two, promoting responsible innovation, competition, and collaboration will allow the U.S. to lead AI and unlock the tech's potential to solve some of society's most difficult challenges. And in this section, it says there should be a focus in funding AI education, training, development, research, and also tackling IP and problems uh, related to creators, creators and creatives. The way they phrase it is problems relating to inventors and creators, which like I guess is true, but it's a weird way of phrasing it. It's like anyone that another goal is to I'm quoting, bring AI talent to our shores, which is a really funny way of phrasing it because I feel like this is a formal document. But anyways, bringing AI ta- uh, talent to our shores so the tech of the future can be made in the U.S. And obviously this is a statement, a political statement. It says they want to promote fair, open, competitive ecosystem and marketplace of AI so that small developers and entrepreneurs can drive innovation and the current paradigm is very different and they follow this with saying stopping unlawful collusion and collusion i don't even know if that's how you say it but they say i'm quoting means secret or illegal cooperation or conspiracy in order to deceive others so the government is recognizing that there is some shady business going on with big tech and the usage of our data and this idea that many people don't really know what our collected data is being used for and like what the actual motives of a lot of large companies are and I think this legislation will help create more trust in that area but to continue It wants to address risks from dominant firms' use of key assets like semiconductors, computing power, cloud storage, and data to disadvantage competitors. And this is a real thing we're seeing right now because only the major tech companies are really able to push innovation in this space right now because they're the only ones that have major access to the large amount of resources that are needed to create AI and it's really expensive technology which means it's harder for you know small startups and entrepreneurs to get the same amount of resources and there's also an issue that has not been addressed in this bill but the issue of like unsustainable practices in the methods that have to be used to create AI such as like the holding of data centers and like the amount of water that uses and I feel like that's a whole area which needs to be addressed that hasn't. Number three is the responsible development and the use of AI require a commitment to American workers. So basically workers rights. They say all workers need a seat at the table, so all workers need their voices heard. They say, this is a whole group of people that I've worked on 
the development of this executive order and it's not obviously just Biden there like typing this out like this is the work of many people within the government and many experts and I just want to give my two cents because why not (laughs) um anyways to continue they want to adopt job training and education to help provide access to opportunities that AI creates so like giving job opportunities to people who are unemployed this will be interesting to see how that develops I'm quoting, AI shouldn't be deployed in ways that undermine rights, worsen job quality, encourage undue worker surveillance, lessen market competition, introduce health and safety risks, risks, (laughs) risks, or cause harmful labor force disruptions. So that's a long list, but like, it's basically saying let's apply ai to workers rights like imagine being under state of surveillance at all times as an employee that could be an issue so there are going to be guardrails put in place to make sure the safety and privacy of workers is upheld which is good and now on to number four okay i'm quoting this directly so it's not like when i say my it's it's like biden saying my AI policies must be consistent with my administration's dedication to advancing equity and civil rights. It says they will not tolerate the use of AI to disadvantage those who are already denied equal opportunities and justice. So, like, I guess this links to the idea, like, we don't want the development of AI to exasperate the inequalities that exist. And... They are going to issue an AI Bill of Rights and an AI Risk Management Framework. Number five is, and I quote, the interests of Americans who increasingly use, interact with, or purchase AI or AI-enabled products in their daily lives must be protected. So, consumer rights. (laughs) basically so people who are interacting with ai need to make sure their rights are upheld and they say the administration the biden administration says new tech like ai does not excuse organizations from their legal obligations and consumer protections hopefully they follow through with this and hold large companies accountable to not skirting around the law when it comes to new tech just because i mean the narrative of ai is very much still in the in big tech's hands it doesn't mean that they should not be following the laws and privacy rights that we have set out like it makes no sense anyways they continue to say um, I'm really getting com- confused with, like, the terminology here. When I say they, I mean the Biden administration. When I say he says, I mean Biden. Um, <laughs> anyways. It says, 
It wants to enforce safeguards against fraud, unintended bias, discrimination, infringements on privacy, and other harms. So it wants to create large-scale safeguards that can protect people no matter who you are. And I feel like they should extend the capacity that they talk about the other harms because they don't really mention like the existential risks really or like the risks of humans in control of AI in that nature so I'm just planning that out anyways I think number six hold on six okay number six Americans privacy and civil liberties must be protected as AI advances so it says right now it's easier to extract re-identify link infer and act on sensitive info about people's identities locations habits and desires and that links to the idea of like the algorithm knowing things about us and like the mass data collection that's happening and how everything you do online and everything you search is seen by the algorithm (laughs) essentially and like there's a lot of information that you put into your phone so it's like if there's no privacy around that like someone has access to that anyways they continue to say um they want to ensure the collection use and retention of data and make sure it's lawful secure and mitigates privacy risks they want to develop more pets and this stands for privacy enhancing technology Number nine, it is important to manage the risks from the federal government's own use of AI and increase internal capacity to regulate, govern, and support responsible use of AI. So I think it's really important that they address their own use of AI as a government because when you look at other uses of AI around the world and like how governments use it as a form of control, it's important to note their stance on that so they say they want to develop public service oriented ai professionals including from undeserved communities across disciplines including technology policy managerial procurement regulatory ethical governance and legal fields it continues to say all members of workforce should receive adequate training to understand the benefits, risks, and limitations of AI for their job functions. So it's like educating the workforce on what will happen. And I think first to do that, there needs to be a plan that's created to mitigate the harms of automation. And talking about it in a way that isn't so scary and that isn't so anxiety-inducing because there's a plan set in place for the people who will be disadvantaged from this. And finally, on this point, it says they want to modernize the federal government's um, information technology infrastructure. So I guess just upgrade their AI capabilities within the government and... And for the final eighth kind of policy or principle or priority, they say, 
is the federal government should lead the way to global society. There are squeaky birds. Oh my god, I'm sorry. The federal government should lead the way to global societal, economic, and technological progress as the U.S. has done in previous eras of disruption and change. Um, lol, that's really funny. <laughs> as the U.S. has done in previous eras of disruption. Okay, anyways, I'm going to ignore that. But they continue to say they want to pioneer systems and safeguards needed to deploy technology responsibly and building and promoting those safeguards with the rest of the world. And they, um, it says they will do so with other nations, including competitors. So like this is a mention to the rising tensions of U.S. and China development of AI. And it's nice to know <laughs> that they want to give a helping hand to frameworks of safeguards. They continue to say AI f- benefits the whole world. Oh, their goal is to make sure AI benefits the whole world rather than exasperating inequalities and threatening human rights and causing harm. So that was a bit clunky, and it was interesting to see the way this was written. It because i've been following this legislation i i know that there have been a lot of voices that have inputted the their opinions about how this should be legislated so but i think it's pretty clear that this is more of a first step and i, I don't think this is comprehensive enough to enforce at this point because it doesn't get specific enough and it doesn't you know like we still don't know these frameworks that we want to be promoting we don't really know how we're going to adhere to these i guess principles but it will be the focal point and it will be solved and that's i feel like overall it's a positive note especially when like the eu is about to develop their own AI regulation and will probably be looking for towards what the US US's tone was in their attempts I'm just gonna summarize in a more clear way what I think each section prioritized and the things, the actions that the government will be taking according to each of these principles. So, one, secure and safe AI. They wanna create standardized evaluations and they wanna monitor systems after deployment in line with the way it was originally designed and its original intentions and they also want to label ai content number two responsible innovation competition and collaboration they want education training development and research funding they want to solve the ip issues and creator rights that come around ai they want to stop the collusion and i quote by dominant tech companies 
and they want to help small developers and entrepreneurs to innovate in this space. Number three, workers' voices and rights. They want job training and education for opportunities that AI can bring, and they want to work against exploitation opportunities by employers' use of AI. Number four, equity and civil rights. Um, this was phrased really interestingly, and I want to reiterate that, but um, it says no toleration of AI use to further disadvantage those who have already don't have equal opportunity. And I think this just links to the fact that right now, those who are struggling are currently going to be the ones that are that are going to be affected negatively by the development of this tech if it's not addressed. They are going to issue an AI Bill of Rights and they're going to issue an AI Risk Management Framework. Number five, AI Consumer Rights. They want to hold organizations accountable to legal obligations and enforce safeguards against fraud, bias, discrimination, and privacy infringements. So really honing down on privacy side of things and making sure that big corporations are adhering to these laws because it's really important. Number six, protecting privacy and civil liberties. So that's developing PETs, private enhancing technology, and they want to strengthen their privacy laws. Number seven, government use of AI, public service, AI professionals across disciplines to, I don't know what this would really look like. I mean, it's an interesting concept, but I think what they're trying to get at is like the use of multidisciplinary teams and experts from a vast range of fields and from a mix of communities to steer government legislation, I'm guessing, or government development of AI. They also want to, the bird is really loud. It's really interesting to think about birds and their tweets. And I've been watching these videos lately of how AI is being used to decode animal language. And maybe one day we'll be able to speak to animals. And that is so exciting because I have so many things I want to say to my dog. And I also do wonder if birds have their own specific language like I just have so many questions to ask birds anyways continuing back on to principle seven government use of AI they want workforce training to understand AI's impact on specific jobs so people are prepared for the future and they want to modernize federal government IT infrastructure number eight is global progress they want to pioneer systems and safeguards and promote them to other countries and they want to focus on ai benefiting the whole of the world and not exacerbating current inequalities so ta-da um that is the it's an executive order and let's really talk about what an executive order is so <clears throat> so the googled definition of executive order 
And it's a definition from Oxford Languages. It says it's a rule or order issued by the president to an executive branch of the government and having force of law. So, like, it's a statement that it's a statement of urgency. But overall, I think there's a lot that still needs to be done. To me, this feels like it didn't go far enough. It's not specific enough in who this will apply to in exactly what ways i feel like it's kind of setting the tone for what the future legislation will be but this executive order alone can't really enforce much and it also doesn't really think about how we are going to get from the point we're at now to a future of abundance with ai it mentions that we want to use AI to solve global issues, but it doesn't make a strategic plan of how to get there. And I think it's just really important to say that we don't have the answers to this yet. So I think this is why the legislation is so vague in some aspects. Anyways, I just want to keep the episode short and concise, so... Yeah, thanks for listening, and I hope this got you thinking about what future legislation may look like. See ya!